Hello everyone and welcome back to the Thorned Fowls podcast. It's been a little while. I hope all of your festive seasons are great and that you got to spend time with all the people you love the most. And if not, I hope you had a great festive season anyway. Going to do a little bit of a recap for you all before we jump back into things. So the last time we met, our intrepid investigators had gone to Temple Studios to try and find out a little bit more about... Tabitha's family and the history of her father's job as a smuggler taking magical things to and from uh, different parts of the world. Uh, She had meant to meet up with his partner David Temple, however upon arriving that David Temple had in fact died. Charlie Temple was uh, his son and while he was happy to help the group discuss what some of the items were that his dad had brought home, he also made it clear that he had sold quite a lot of the things on. While there, it also became clear to the group that people had been going missing in the area, most notably and most recently, a saxophonist called Eddie. The group split up with Peter and Vera going to other parts of the studios, Vera meeting her and Hetty's favourite singer Don Rivers, while Evangeline and Tabitha stayed with Charlie to talk to him a bit more about his father and what he knew about his past. The group also met Michael Shepard, who had been working with Charlie Temple for a little while, ever since Charlie's wife Maggie had left under mysterious circumstances. While Peter was investigating, snooping around, he found himself stalked by a creature that seemed to be watching him from reflective surfaces, his investigation climaxing when a local homeless man called William was stolen by something through the reflections in a puddle in an alleyway. Peter immediately rung the alarm trying to get everybody's attention, but this action actually led to the creature stealing not just Charlie, who was revealed to be working with it since it had taken his wife, feeding local homeless people to it, until it has seemingly turned against him, but it also managed to grab Evangeline and Tabitha. Peter and Vera quickly realised that Tabitha and Evangeline were missing, sussing out that the creature that has been stalking them must be living in reflective surfaces, and that it came from a particularly old-looking mirror that David Temple had owned. The two were confronted by Michael Shepard, who admitted that he did know about the creature and that Charlie had told him, and Peter quickly sent him to the dance school across the road to try and lure the creature away, while Peter, using one of his new powers created a set of demonic wings that wrapped around him and Vera as he thought about Tabitha and transported them to where she was, which is currently in the strange otherworldly tunnels that this creature of many, many hands and many, many feet and one large head with milky white glassy eyes lives. But I have to roll for this. This could be bad. (laughs) (laughs) sounds absolutely epic it could go absolutely terribly so i have to roll weird okay um he he rolls a seven but he has a plus three eight nine ten so he rolls a ten and you all go where you wanted we were lucky then yes uh so 
what does it feel like, Peter, when this happens? Because you are really leaning into the angelic, demonic side of yourself <laughs> just now. So what does it feel like for Peter and what does it feel like for Vera as well? For Peter, there's like this moment of feeling complete and joy for like half a second that is ripped away from him as the wings burn and as he feels cold and alone and this cold alone darkness envelops them both and they I think for Vera, Vera gets a snapshot into another one actually because it's always Vera Vera gets a snapshot into how Peter feels but and that loneliness, that darkness and in that moment that very intense connection he will feel she will feel his fear and there is fear of something there's fear of something and a secret that he's hiding and it will be gone and they're there and then I'd imagine it's characterized by where they're going um it's probably then flavored on top by the actual location they're going to which I can't imagine is particularly pleasant to arrive in Just for the for me and for uh, those listening, what is the secret that Vera maybe gets a glimpse of from Peter? Just use the word shame today. Shame of what? Is it your connection with Bale or is it something from your past? Past and the connection, both. So Vera... As you feel this, you feel all the feelings that Peter is feeling. I feel like mm. in this moment you're connected intensely to his magic, so you get all of that, what Peter is going through. And you don't see anything clear, but you do hear things. You hear voices you don't recognize. You hear a voice maybe you do recognize. You hear somebody say, there you go. My brave boy. See, that wasn't so hard, was it? You hear a voice that in a moment gives you a sort of adrenaline shot of joy, but also sadness where you hear this thing, this voice, this twisted voice say, Step away, Peter. run away you hear shouting you hear gunshots you hear fighting then you hear a very very familiar voice say that's the thing peter i was never a man and those are the flashes of things we don't see anything clearly yet these are possibly things that peter's heard i think that Vera is uh, feeling almost drunk where her vision is sort of started to go. She can't quite focus on things and the, the darkness and the disorientation of, of this translocation. And she is sat at a desk in front of a, a slightly odd looking typewriter and she's um, transcribing various notes that have come across her desk and she's typing up these 
words, these sentences, these phrases, and sort of as she does so, she gets the voice speaking them in real time. Tabitha and Evangeline, you are in the tunnel. You are facing through this uh, surface. Evangeline, you let your magic go, and it flares brightly for you. So it's difficult to keep it up. You're trying to send your magic through a magic barrier, essentially. So it is very difficult for you to continue that. Um, And as you're doing that, Tabitha, you say what you say, and you feel like it echoes a bit too much, and you hear skittering down the corridor away from you. Um, And you also, as all this is happening in the darkness, you hear the shuffling feet of things approaching. Whatever these th- people are, what whatever's happened to them, they seem to be drawn to whatever action is happening at the at the moment when you're there. If there's movement and sound, they tend to they seem to be finding their way towards that. And you hear shuffling feet, and you hear a very weak voice say, "Charlie, Charlie." Charlie looks down and you see there is a a young woman probably about Charlie's age in a dress that is sort of hanging off her a little bit. She looks like she's probably not been eating very well for the last couple months, probably. Um, and very grey in the skin. The hair was probably nicely curled and brown, but now it is going grey as well. Charlie sees this person and he stops and just says Maggie oh my god Maggie and he runs towards where she is Um, at this point you feel an intense darkness shroud you all Um, Peter what what do Evangeline and Tabitha see? You see this sudden incredible dark patch, um, wings of sinew and black flesh curved round an object, and then it all kind of dissipates and flows away, and you just see Peter and Vera standing there. And the last emotion Vera feels from Peter um, is jealousy. And you don't know why. Tabitha, your angry dog gets really angry like, straight away. <laughs> I thought it wasn't like Peter. I just had this you're, feeling like... And Peter and Vera, you immediately met with a really I'm mean like, looking dog woman. Like, really mean. Like Hermes, they're, they're friends. Thank goodness you are all okay. Vera, I hope that... I hope you're okay. I haven't tried... That was new. Oh, that was um, uh, that was something quite remarkable, Peter. Well done, thank you. Uh, it, it's good to see you. I'm not sure "safe" is the right word, Tabitha and Evangeline. I'm I'm very happy to see you. You look like you're in a bit of a state, Tabitha. Has Evangeline been looking after you? <laughs> There's a lot of blood all over you and everything. Can yes. You Are you okay? Yes. 
yeah, it's no, no, I'm okay now. Um, Charlie comes back at that point. Uh, he's taken off his coat and he's put it around um, Maggie's shoulders and he brings him back to the group. Uh, and, oh, um, oh, did you get brought here too? I'm... No. We aren't foolish. When demons speak to you, you should not always listen to them. This Michael person, can he be trusted? Well, he's, you know, I, uh, he hasn't done nothing but help me so far. I don't know why he wouldn't help me now. Good. He is taking the shard of mirror to the dance studio. Um, when I last saw the man pulled through things, or when it reached through the mirror, I presume we need a large way out. I think your friends have found one here. Good. There's a dance studio across the road. Is that the? Yes, this is. This is, oh, is the this exit what, this to the giant dance studio. We haven't looked at yet. Showing up. <laughs> Why? Yeah, with my blood all over. Oh wow, gross! Blood Don't worry about that. Did the creature do this? Are you feeling all right? There's a lot of blood there. Evangeline made me do it. Evangeline, why would you? Why would you do that? Thank you for thank you for your care, Vera. But I am I am okay. Was I sending? We were sending a message to you. Yes, we want we. I think in all the things yeah. our magics can all do, yep. doing a big bloody eye is that meant to be the Thorn Investigations eye? Look, I'm not necessarily artistic. This is a life or death situation, Peter. Are you really going to critique me? Well. Yes, next time you both need to do better. Well, can't you just fly us out no, here on your... Well, how, how many homeless things. people have you seen here? No, oh, yeah. I, it's a genuine question. The local homeless people are disappearing and well, just I wasn't sure if it was actually connected to here. And he'll look at Charlie and go, have you been feeding homeless people to this thing or not? Yes. You don't understand. I this yes. it had my wife and I don't I don't I know I've not been doing doing a good thing. This is not something I wanted, but this is I I We can I, we can lay blame later, Charlie. You were under duress, whatever. It's let's deal with the problems here and now. We don't need to we don't have time right now to deal with your feelings of guilt. You will struggle with those after the fact. How many people are in here? Probably about, including Lots. including Eddie, um, Maggie. Uh, there were probably about ten others. Um, that doesn't add up, does it? What does Peter think? Peter thinks um, the other demonic guy is recruiting homeless people or doing stuff with them to turn them into his zombie minion minions. And that would explain some of his encounters. Mm. And then this all occurred. And then he's like, well, mm. what is this meant to be? Let's get this over and done with. Because the other thing is the thing Peter cares about right now. Like he's trying to disprove it. No, no. Charlie, I think, vindicates that thought of yours. He explains that over the last couple of months, it started when Maggie was first taken a couple of months ago. And it's been he's been trying to convince something that one that one person a week was as much as he could as much as he could manage to do um and how hard it was for him to 
stomach doing that even that much but then in the last couple of weeks he's had to amp up it because it's appeared to be hungrier or wanted more things to play with um peter will reach to his side and pass evangeline her violin and just go um i brought your violin for you Thank you. You should hopefully be able to make more, more beautiful. Well, I wasn't going to leave it with all the fire and everything. Why is there a fire? I had to set a fire to explain why the alarm went off to try and evacuate the building, and I didn't think you'd be happy. Well, oh, I watched you. a homeless person... That's why we're in here. I watched a homeless person being pulled alive through a through a puddle, and then it started to approach me through a reflection, and I immediately pulled an alarm, and then all of a sudden, you guys disappeared. Yes, those two things are actually directly related. The alarm upset it. <gasps> it seems that that does not like noise. I think... You should play your violin, Evangeline. Oh, God, yes. Please. As you are talking about this, you hear the sounds of... Vera and Peter, you haven't heard this yet, but you hear the dragging sounds and kicking of many, many limbs pulling something large through these tunnels. And um, from one of the tunnels that sort of leads downwards, you see a sort of a shape in the shadows, and then the many milky eyes that peering up at you as hands and feet start pulling themselves forward. And it says, What a feast! And it pulls itself towards and its mouth opens and opens sideways and down and all many, many jaws and teeth pour itself towards you. What do you do? Um, Hermes would attack the main instruction. Would we have her violin out as suggested and a way of creating sound yeah absolutely i can have a if you want to have a use magic using your violin yeah i think she's going to use magic and what, what she's what she's trying to do is use her magic to amplify the sound is almost like she's trying to give like a disruption effect if she can to see what it does to the creature yeah absolutely um so can i have you use magic can i have a kick some ass from hermes uh row 10 10 okay so you get your extra extra effect then, I believe. Oh, cool. I haven't... Uh, <laughs> Tabitha doesn't do any ass-kicking. Um, I rolled a, I rolled a 12. I'll just do a terrible harm. Okay, brilliant. So he's a kind is, of... He's a shadowy dog, too. And he does so. one harm with his bite, doesn't he? He does two with his oh, bite. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so that's... So one that's harm to the three. creature, then. So three. Um, Peter would pull shadows to himself. And it's important because with the dog doing that, he would pull the shadows to himself and in a very feral way, would let out a roar and run towards the creature to bite it as well. Okay, so Peter, um, what's Vera doing at this moment? So, if you wouldn't mind us flashing back ever so briefly to before we... (laughs) Before Peter translocated us into this uh, alternate mirror dimension. Of course. (laughs) I would like to use one of my holds from One with the Plan. Perfect timing for that, yeah. 
and I have a few different elements here that I'm going to try and tie together, and we'll see how we'll see how far they take us. Um, so, um, in my workshop inside the van, I think it's reasonable for me to um, say that I have a um, uh, a stock of um, thin silver tin foil for silvering mm-hmm. um, uh, objects. Um, and I'm going to have um, uh, doped that onto um, the back of a piece of a few pieces of glass, which I would have taken from frames okay. from um, pictures. And I'm, I'm going to try and create some small um, internally mirrored glass box. <laughs> okay, very cool. Um, which I think we might, maybe not in this dimension, but I'm going to try and uh, I'm going to um, yell to Evangeline and Peter and Tabitha. Um, if we can get it inside here, I don't think it will be able to get out. Okay, interesting. I like this. That's very cool. Okay. Explain to me again what the the move specifically says. That's a very good question. I Danny. really want to know. Very good sure. question. <laughs> like, I've got a I've got a thing that can specifically deal with this monster in my pocket. Mm. I mean, uh, it, it's tying together a few different no, no, elements. I, I really like it's it. a I really kind like of it. a... I just want to see what I can what I can do with it. Um I guess act under pressure is the general role. It's not mm. use magic, protect someone, read a band situation, manipulate someone, investigate the mystery, or help out. Or it might be kick some ass. Yeah. Act under pressure seems like the most appropriate move. Okay. Um, uh, you, you maybe um, uh, we might require a couple of roles to have actually put together um, this thing. Just having a workshop doesn't mean I necessarily have everything that I would need. I'll say, yeah, act under pressure to see if this thing, you, you're you able to make it in the way you want to have made it. Um, and that okay. will work in the same, work in the way you want to make it work. Um, I'll tell you what, how about we use, um, in order to, to sort of have the right things, the last time we played, um, I hadn't quite picked my um, level up. Oh, okay. But I, but I did end up picking preparedness. So when you need something unusual or rare, roll plus sharp. There you go. That's perfect. That's it. That's exactly it. Ooh, that's a six plus three nine. So I uh, I have it, but not here. It will take some time to get it. Okay, that makes sense. You wouldn't necessarily have it. You might have it in the van. The van is outside in, but you think I've got something in the van which would be perfect for this. So yeah, you know what you you know where the thing is. Okay, you just need to be able to get to the van. And okay. that 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 is how that is I'll give you that is a very good way of dealing with this problem. Um, I think you, I'll also give you that this thing sense seems to be when it needs to go into our into the real world into our world. That's when it uses reflective surfaces. But right now it is in a physical space where it belongs. Yeah. So the mirror box would necessarily have been as effective here. But if you are out in the world, you could figure out a way of making it of trapping it somehow in that if we can lure it somehow into a a contained mirrored space we might Mm. be able to trap it hello everyone and welcome
welcome to Five Gems in a Trench Coat. Excuse me? Yeah? What's that? You want to know what Five Gems in a Trench Coat is? Let's tell you. It's the adhesive that keeps the fragile pieces of my sanity together. Well, okay, Jesse, what it actually is, is a narrative-driven TTRPG actual play where five friends take turns weaving stories through the tabletop game of their choice. Of their choice? Each season? Each season. That's pretty cool. I disagree. Oh. I feel it's the adhesive. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you guys aren't all in a trench coat? No, we're definitely in a trench coat. How How does that work? Get her. Before I'm caught, you can check out Five Games in a Trench Coat just about anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can check out our website at fivegamesinatrenchcoat.com. Oh my god, they really are all in a trench coat. Hello everyone, it's Danny here, and I'm coming at you with some New Year energy. I uh, hope you're all doing fantastic, I hope you're enjoying getting back into the Thorn Files. I know it's been a while, but you know, dust off those old files, get them back on, and you know, get back into the series. Because you know, we really missed you guys. And hey, you know it's a new year, you want a new year's resolution? Why not make it? I'm going to review and share a, uh, a fun Monster of the Week podcast set in the 1950s. That would be a, you know, specific, but very good um, New Year's resolution, and hey, you could do it with us. That'll be oh, get it over and done with straight away. Don't have to worry about it for the rest of the year. And while you're there, why don't we go check out our friends at the Five GMs in a Trench Coat? Uh, they, we were lucky enough to have their promo in this episode, and uh, they are a brilliant team. Really, really funny. Definitely one of my favorite TTRPG podcasts at the moment. And I think that might be everything. However, I did just want to say how brilliant you all are and how fantastic it's been this first sort of year doing the thorn files podcast can't wait to see what the rest of the year has in store be ready to be scared so tabitha has hermes attacking um the creature evangeline has Try to use magic to disrupt, and Peter is also attacking the creature. So can I have Peter? What was your attack? What was your kick somewhere else? Um, it was seven. So I'm just reminding myself how bad that's gonna be. I inflict the harm, but I'm going to suffer some damage, basically. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, on a seven, just to note, I'm gonna. Um, I said I was gonna bite, so I'm gonna, my plan is to do three harm, ignoring armor. Okay. Brilliant. Three arm ignoring armor. And he will properly sink his You you rip a whole arm off of this thing. Oh he's then... going for the neck. He wants there to are lots of necks. personal. <laughs> you go he goes for, for a neck. <laughs> you go for the neck, and as you bite down, hands come out of the skin and like wrap around your head <laughs> as you're um biting onto the neck. And um so you will get some harm from that as well. Evangeline, what was your use magic? 12. 12. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so that's uh, advanced as well. It was 12, I believe. Yes. yes. And you're, so what are you trying to do with that? So when the creature was attacking me earlier, I just, uh, it was, um, it seemed to be resistant to everything and it seemed mm. to be loving everything. But, um, Mr. Uh, 
Temple had um, informed me that he didn't like the loud sounds, the fire alarms and everything else. So what I'm trying to do is use the magic to amplify the sound of my violin mm -hmm. as I'm going to be running through chords and like types of music as like slow, fast and just like kind of peppering the area with, with as much loud sound as possible. Okay. Um, and just trying to disrupt, this, find what frequency and what sound and everything else would disrupt this this creature. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that using that, you're able to see that you hit a certain note uh, with it all amplified, this loud sound, and the creature sort of recoils, and you see like its whole body sort of like twitches, and as it twitches, like the arms and legs sort of like stutter and come out, like they sort of come out in random directions, like grabbing at whatever it can grab at to try and try to find the source of this noise um and uh so that damage it can it's on out it's it's attacks on those who are nearest it evangeline would you consider yourself near to them on near to it or are you standing background with viewers i was right by the word with the mirror so if it's attacking me if it's attacking me which i will want to do at some point but right not right now it i it's gonna have to be near the mirror uh yeah so it is it's closer to where peter and hermes are peter and hermes are the ones taking the the brunt of yeah. this there's so like uh, a a limit of where it can go forward um yes so peter and hermes you feel these hands grasp grasp around and they're impossibly strong and they grip and they pull and they sort of tug peter away from the body and slam him against the wall they grab hermes by the back, scruff of his neck and slam him, him the dog and say, <laughs> no, it's a bad monster it hurts dogs um you both take th they both take three harm from that oh jesus so i knock one off that um and then i'm gonna respond to that with my roll cool to see if i can heal myself brilliant on the hit yeah um five six seven i rolled a seven on a seven to nine i heal one harm and stabilize any injuries brilliant so you just take so the one i need harm to take one that. harm yeah. yeah so take one harm from this thing grabbing off and sort of slamming against the wall is hermes all right is hermes not doing so well he's not doing so well no no okay <laughs> so yeah <laughs> hermes hits the wall and does a sort of really sad dog uh, no thing. <laughs> oh my goodness i rush over <laughs> you're rushing in okay yeah. um great so this thing is going to keep coming keep coming at you it's not not stopping yeah, you'll, you'll see peter when he takes the injuries he takes some really massive looking injuries and you just watch as darkness webs the injuries together as he's healing himself mm. after the bite and he'll um he has nothing clever to say to it but he is going to kind of go and try and rip the throat out of something else yeah, so you rip the throat out of something. You, as it's sort of what it's doing is it's trying to get to the noise. It's trying to get to Evangeline. So it's sort of battering Hermes and battering Peter, oh, but his body is shifting past yeah. them. So you're, you're trying to bite on. a limb that it's relying <laughs> upon for movement. Then brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's trying to get to Evangeline. It's going to get within reaching distance of Evangeline in this round. So Peter's doing kick smart. Tabitha, what are you going to do? Well, I guess since I'm in the fray now, uh, protecting my, <laughs> supposed to be protecting me, um, I will uh, use some like dark necrotic magic to kind of try and grasp one of its limbs and hold it and hurt it at the same time. Okay, so I'll be use some magic. And I'll have Hermes energy. doing attack as well. Oh and, yeah, okay, Hermes um... first. Okay, he rolled a nine. 
Okay, so he gets um, an extra effect with that as well. I'm not sure. Isn't well, I think it 10? It's 10. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, sorry. so it's just, it's... I, I rolled a 10. You rolled a 10. Okay, so Hermes <laughs> does the bite. It's just two, isn't it? Whereas, two harm, uh, yes. Okay. And uh, Peter? Um, Peter goes for the leg. Um, he does the same again. So it's the three harm, intimate, ignoring armor. Um, and he will in, make it terrible harm and add that up. So that's four harm. Brilliant. Okay. Great. So you you rip a full limb off, away. like a big chunk of this thing off, and it sort of writhes on the floor before like withering away and going uh, like a sort of yeah, like an old corpse bit on the floor instead of a uh, part of a little living thing. Um, Charlie uh, goes to you at this point, Vera, and says, "We need to get out of here now." We need to get we this thing. We can't fight it. It will keep coming. Um, I can I try and see if there's any way for us to get out. Yeah. Um, you can do. Uh, I think a read read about situation would be the best one for this. And um, Evangeline, what are you doing in this moment as well? So Evangeline wants the creature to try and smack her, mainly <laughs> okay. because she wants she wants to try and avoid it. So what she's probably going to do is, uh, as she kind of like crescendos on that single frequency, um, she's going to try and use her magic to like channel the kind of the illusory effects of light and duplicate herself across the doorway. Okay. And remove, and so, so there are lots of Evangelines with the idea that she, she hopefully the creature will miss her and punch like she's like because it it okay. can break through. So yeah. she wants to break this door down. Oh, I love that. So you're trying to make it hit the door itself, right? Brilliant. Yeah. So she's like this, this, this girl, this, this, and then yeah. So the, the weave will just kind of come through if if it works. Okay. Yeah. And what was Tabitha's use magic? An eight. Eight. So you get you do what you set up to do, I believe, with eight, but it works yeah. imperfectly. So um you yeah. inflicting a harm, I assume. Yes. And it does it says ignore armor. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um and what is your glitch? I'll take one harm. You take one harm from that. Okay. Yeah. Um and Peter, and now that the arms are spreading out and attacking more people, the harm is lessened to those it's attacking. Because there's only two before, that's a bit more harm. But now it's spreading out towards everyone else. There will be a little bit less harm. But we'll just see Evangeline if you're going to get hit by this first. So can you do your use magic? What did you get? Two ones, which would be a five. However, I'm going Weak to use, mind. I'm, I'm going to use, I'm going to incremental. Like, I'm going to use a luck point. That's a good idea. I mean, to make it to, to make it twelve, which is a good idea. Which on which 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 will sort of trigger the advanced on the use magic as well. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it, I'm gonna yeah, this is gonna be brilliant. Um, so Peter and Tabitha and Hermes all take two harm. Okay. Obviously, I know Peter will be not taking yeah. all of that harm. <laughs> He'll be taking minus less one to that, and I will roll. Um, to combat it again. Um, oh shit! What is it? Oh, seven again. So that's no harm. 
No harm. No harm for Peter. Um, nice. You avoid you avoid the harm. Uh, how's Hermes doing? Um, he's dead. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. The creature holding on to Hermes' the side of Hermes' head so it slams Hermes down to the oh. ground. And as it presses down, Hermes' body is out in smoke. And one more sad little whimper um, as it outwards. Um, and the creature says, So sad. Oh my god. I immediately try and hurt the <laughs> monster again. That's we'll funny. come to that in a moment because what happens at this point, um, Vera, you were doing uh, your. I was doing rather a bit of read a bad situation. situation. Um, I got a nine total. Um, but I think what I'm really looking for in this moment, because uh, I can see that Evangeline is trying to tempt it towards mm-hmm. getting us a way out. Uh, I want to know what the best way to protect the victims is, all of the other people in here that it is now going after. Um, I will say, actually, you notice that um, the best way to protect the victims at this moment, the people in this direct area, is to get them all to, if this thing breaks through a mirror, you know that that will also break that route of getting out. So if it goes through and people aren't going through at the same time, then they will be stuck here and have to find another way out. Gotcha. Um, okay. I'm also going to say with that, because you chose that one, that's why I didn't expect you to, and I think it's a good one for you to choose. Um, you also got, when Evangeline used her magic to amplify the sound around this thing, not only did it stutter and shake and spasm, everything did as well, the ground and the walls as well. So this place is linked to it. Ooh. Okay, so we definitely need to be out of here by the time it dies, if we can kill it. You don't know if, yeah, so you don't know if it dying will mean that everything mm. else in here will be stuck and die, but, or if it, what it will do to those things, but it is a, it is linked to the, the space as well. Yes. Well, I definitely don't want us or anybody else to be in here uh, <laughs> if we manage to keep it. Um, so I'm going to, um, uh, in a in a very calm and reassuring manner, I'm going to just sort of stand up, clasp my hands together, and speaking to the room at large. Okay, everybody, <laughs> if we could assemble by the mirror over here, um, if you'd all just take a moment to um, stand up and walk towards me this way, uh, line up single file, uh, and I'm using Soothe to try and just calm everybody that I'm speaking to. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I'm going to... At this point, we're just going to mention that we had talked about uh, Vera's soothing move in between sessions. And mm. Tom had mentioned that the way that the soothe just sort of blanket works for everybody, including player characters, didn't really sit well with Tom. So instead of uh, just making it a blanket work for everybody straight away, uh, we decided as a group, uh, which is, you know, how things work, you know, should, should make decisions as a group. I think Tom's very good for bringing this up that if people it's similar to uh, manipulate somebody if you were to role manipulate somebody on a player character the player character could choose to do whatever has been asked of them but they have they can get experience if they follow that instruction uh, from the person so if people choose to be soothed by vera and do what vera says in that moment they will uh, gain experience from it if they choose not to for whatever character reasons then they won't get the experience but they don't need to follow vera's instructions 
we didn't want to take away too much player agency. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. I think it's it's a it's mm. a great move, but actually, it's a good compromise. It works better on on uh, non-player characters. I think uh, the the rules for it work better for non-player characters. So yeah, it it feels like that's it's it's written towards NPCs rather than PCs. So. Yeah, well, uh, that's. Vera says it in a very cool, calm voice to everybody. Um, and what do you all do in this moment? Charlie and Maggie are at the door. Tabitha actually is going to follow Vera's instructions. She okay. probably uh, trusts Vera. Um, also, I am unstable. You're unstable again. Brilliant. Very good. Um, just to remind everyone, how many points of health life do you have now? Well, left. Answer? Yeah, how many have left? two um before i die you have two before you die cool yep hey right okay this could be could be rough okay um the creature confused by evangeline's uh action by evangeline's magic lunges forward um evangeline and peter what are you doing is going to move out the way get out of the way well, peter will pull shadows around him um to almost mask its sight um, and in its ear, I'll just go. There's already too many demons in the world. And I'm going to try and use magical means to kind of um, kick it backwards away from us. I want to get it away from us and use magic to kind of get a head start and almost do a push backwards in the direction of the of the okay. mirror whilst kicking it off off the edge or something else. Okay. There's some kind of way of getting it away from us. Uh, so Just Evangeline was trying to use the in. creature to get through. You you know you probably could get through on your own, but this creature mm. was going to... Uh, Evangeline, what she was doing was um, making it sort of aim towards the mirror to break it out, but I guess that's... that's hey, if I'm, Peter wants to push it away, Peter wants to push it away. I'm um, going for a get it away and using it to the push away from it to push whoever else is in front of me straight at the mirror. mirror okay <laughs> i'm cool. literally throwing them <laughs> this through. is a <laughs> wild thing to do okay hey guys you know the best late plans um peter i wasn't I... there when and no one's told us that no, the i've it just was, got why is these in the moment people not it's gone the through the glass yet peter can you give me a uh, use magic then yeah i think this is just straight up use magic oh dear no. that's a six. Oh, peter Ooh. Oh, Peter. There's just no way that that worked in my favour. It was too stylized. Right. Okay. Don't forget to mark experience. Don't want, oh, yeah. yeah. I'll take that. Um, okay. And no, he you didn't. Can use he wasn't soothed in any way by You could girl. use a luck if you want to. No, that doesn't really work for me. <laughs> no, no, you just no, love to fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, Peter, I am going to... Can you just please roll a d6 for me? Two. Okay. You push the creature. It skitters away sideways, and you use your magic to sort of push yourself backwards towards the mirror is. Evangeline, Tabitha, you're in the area where the mirror is. You think that you're probably close enough. And Peter sort of flies backwards from where this creature is. And as he does... Vera and Charlie are next to the mirror. Charlie's holding on to Maggie at this point. Uh, Peter collides directly with Charlie, and Charlie flies into the mirror. Peter pushing him. As he goes, I'm going to cross. I'm going to use my um, shield spell. 
which I know if I fail means I will be susceptible to whatever this monster's doing, but I don't want our innocent to die. So I'm going oh, to cost... Okay. What are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm going to cost shield. So I have a shield spell, so it protects them, and um, I gain some armor against... Um, against if okay. I roll correctly, yeah. Okay. I gain some armor against any effects that we're in. Check someone at 12. 12. Okay. Um, really worked for you getting the advanced move. Mm -hmm. um, so, oh, so this, is, this isn't an advanced. Oh, no. This is um, just you uh, using combat this, magic to protect someone. Yeah, so tough. It's a it's it's plus tough. Okay, I rolled a I rolled eleven. Okay, rolled eleven. You got twelve. Um, so you explain to me how much protection does it give, and can you give it just to one person so, or to anybody? So basically, I create a shield around the person, and they okay. they they mean an I effectively when you protect somebody you take them, you get in the way and get the harm okay and the spell negates some of the harm i would take so um charlie hits the mirror this shield sort of forms around him as he hits it um peter you collide with it as well can i have everybody roll plus cool as the mirror bursts inwards toward uh, outwards from where you are into whatever the room is um, and you are all pulled through. Ten for me. Ten? I rolled a four. I rolled a three, so my total is two. I rolled a five, and my total is four. We are not cool. Not cool at all. Anyone want to use, anyone want to lose a, use a luck point in this moment? I actually do, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use a luck as well. Yeah. You are pulled through and you get this rushing sensation of just cold, the coldness of those tunnels being drained from you quickly. Like a vent has opened up on you and it all pulled from you as you collapse through the mirror and onto the ground in the, in the real world. If you missed, you take two harm. Uh, so eventually you take two harm from that. Just ignore armor. Um, if you got seven to nine, you... Oh, actually, sorry. Uh, on a miss, you also... Um... Oh, oh, Vangeline, I'm so sorry. Um, I need you to choose an item that you had to hand when you went through the mirror. Then was there anything in my hand? Rest in peace, violin. As you land on the floor, you do not have your violin on you. The pull must have, you must have let go, and it's gone. It's an arm before I let go. If you rolled seven to nine, you just take two arm, but you're not losing anything. And if you roll ten or more, you escape, but, and you don't take any harm from this. How are the two normal people? Maggie's very still on the ground. Charlie does not look like he has take sustained any harm because Evangeline was protecting him. Um, I'm going to run straight to her and use magic to try and heal her. Okay, give me your magic roll. 12. I don't have special things. Okay. I'm actually one heal. Um, you one heal. Unless she's dead. In which cases you push your magic into Maggie and you feel it flow from you 
it doesn't connect. Do I feel in that moment I could do something bigger? It would have to be very big magic to bring someone back from the dead. It's very much, they're very much dead. And Charlie realizes it and just starts to sob, holding on to her. You look behind you, you see that the mirror that you came through is broken, the pieces scattered on the floor. And you look around you and you are in a room full of mirrors. And a door at the far end of the room opens. You see that there is actually a chair in the center of the room where there is a shard of mirror sat upon the chair. The door opens and you see Michael standing at the door. With a second set of eyes, just double checking, Evangeline and Peter, they recognize Michael. No, no, I'd say not. Not necessarily, I don't think. Okay. I don't trust him. Um, I'd like to use one of my connect the dots. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very interesting that, again, he found the mirror, the mirror activated. All of this stuff has happened. At the same time, we had the issues at Nokia Farm and the dragon awoke. Yeah. And we've yet to find... She's trying, she's been grasping at this as like her great red twine moment here. And she's looking at this new person who started doing business business with him. And does she see any connection there at all? And is this uh, the question that I'm asking is, is this person connected to current events more than they've been saying? Good question. I love that. You put these things together in your mind and you look over at Michael and he says, did you, did you, did you kill it? Kill what? Oh, oh, that is a shame. And he closes the door and you hear the lock click shut. <laughs> <laughs>